y'all. Welcome to the Nuga Bell podcast, all about stories of the South, straight from the sources. I'm your host, Kate Robertson, and I'm based in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things Chattanooga, life in the South, and beyond. Now pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of sweet tea and join us. We're so glad you're here. points for saying it correctly the first time not everybody can pronounce it for how i don't know it's not a hard it's one of those words where if you phonetically sound it out it's exactly the way it looks cut chins but i've had cuthens cuthens you just name it that's so weird it is very weird i know my last i get the same thing with mine like my last name is robertson mm-hmm. you would be surprised how many people get it wrong? <laughs> That's another one where it's just like, how? How? It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, Robinson, Robertson, Robison, which oddly enough is the county I was born in in North Carolina. Oh, no. <laughs> good, good old Robison County. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a lot of really strange ones, and I'm just like, how, how do you mess this up? It is weird. Well, even Luther, I mean... Not the most common first name, but it's pretty common. Mm-hmm. So getting that one mixed up is pretty rough, yeah. too. But they do. I mean, it's it's pretty wild. I had a friend in college. Her last name was Helmuth. H-E-L-L-M-U-T-H. I felt so bad because for the first year and a half we were friends, I pronounced it Helmuth. Uh, and I felt so bad. And she was like, Kate, if you say it like it's spelled. And I'm like... Sorry. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I, I went the other, I went like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Hell Mouth. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was complete, the complete opposite direction. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we are going to launch into this episode. All right. Um, I'm joined tonight with Luther Cutchins, who is the mastermind behind Noakes Granola. It's me. I'm sure y'all have all seen around town. Um, It's a super exciting local product, and I'm excited to hear more about your little brand story and hear more about what you got working on. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad to be here. Um, big fan of the podcast. So <laughs> it was, I, as soon as you said, uh, would I come? I was like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh apologize. I wasn't able to make it during that flood. Oh, Jeez. my gosh. That was crazy. Uh, one of my coworkers actually lives out in Udawa, too, mm-hmm. and he got flooded. Not not flooded in in the sense that like his house flooded, mm-hmm. but the road he lives on was flooded, so he couldn't make it in. and. No, it, yeah. the, there's, uh, where Hunter Road is, there are four houses that were at the end of it completely, like at the halfway mark, submerged underwater. Oh my gosh. And then one of the bigger subdivisions off of, uh, that area, which is, um, I can't remember the name of it now, but, uh, their entryway into the subdivision mm-hmm. is still. Still? Still. That's the thing. Even the houses I was just saying, talking about, they have... The water's up to the doorsteps. I don't know how it's standing. Yeah. And then I think we're having raining again this weekend. So. Yep. Ugh. We got a little bit of a reprieve, but. The last couple of days, while cold, have been, have been gorgeous. Yeah. So. I went down and walked down along um, the riverfront at Coolidge Park. And the water is like all the way up. Yeah. It's above the lamppost. Yeah. Like, I was standing on the sidewalk right under the Market Street Bridge, and my toe, well, not my bare toes, but, like, my boot toes were, like, in the water. I was, t- I went and, uh, I met with uh, Christine from uh, Alms and Fair. Mm-hmm. I haven't met her yet. She's 
a sweetheart. And uh, we had uh, lunch at Mean Mugs, and that's when I saw it. I drove by, I was like, I had to do like a double take. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, literally above the lampposts mm-hmm. on the side, there, you know, this is where a sidewalk should be, but not only is it not there, it's up past the lighting. Yeah. I mean, those things have to be ruined, right? Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, it's sad. It'll go down eventually. We don't have to worry about a drought this summer. <laughs> right, right. I hope not, at least. Well, I'm just, I'm hoping that we could catch a break for the College Dell market. You know, we've done the mm-hmm. College Dell winter market. I think we're on our fifth. One this for the it's our first winter market, but our fifth one because it's every Sunday, just like the Chattanooga market. But every single one, minus the weekend, it flooded. Mm-hmm. That Sunday actually wound up being nice, but it was after flooding for nonstop. So we can't get it like we haven't been able to get any nice days yeah. like in a row. And so it was pretty nice for a chunk there last week. Rained on Sunday. We're going to have a nice stretch this week, and it's going to rain this Sunday. Yep. I was like, I was talking to the guys that run the, the, the uh, are in charge of that market, and we were just saying, like, man, can we just get a, a sunny day for a minute? Right? Uh, sunny and, like, decent temperatures. Because mm-hmm, we just want, you know, we want to get people out there. There's a lot of the same makers that are, uh, and uh, farmers that are at the Chattanooga market are, are going out to the to the College Dell one because they are excited to have an indoor winter market that we currently don't have you know the Chattanooga market while great uh, underneath uh first the, tennessee the first tennessee pavilion i mean it's open so i mean it gets mm-hmm. when that like today you would not have wanted to be because no. the wind <laughs> yeah because the wind is whipping it's about 20 degrees you know if you're standing out there for eight hours it becomes like it's biting mm-hmm. by the time you're finished you're like okay i'm done so having a nice like you know, they completely redid that College Dale. It's right behind the police station and where Imagination Station is. I don't know if you had a chance to go out there yet. Uh, once. They have this brand new pavilion out there. It has a huge fireplace in the center of it. So it's going to be nice during the winter. But then once spring and summer pop up, they have garage doors surround the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So they're going to flip those up. It's going to be a gorgeous spot. You know, just really hope that we can get uh, people to come down there. Mm-hmm. And buy because there's, like I said, it's the same people. It's a, it's not that far, and it's a beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful uh, venue. So hopefully, we get some people back, you know, get down there and support it. Yeah, because they it is even to do like events and stuff. It's a I took some. Uh, I went out there because you know the track goes around it. Mm-hmm. I went out there and walked. Well, I think it's been a, it's been about a month ago or maybe two months ago. And I saw it at night because I I parked I did the market this is when they were doing them on Wednesdays, and then I decided to walk. And when I came back and I saw the venue with all you know the string lights and all the stuff they have out there, it's just a gorgeous venue to do. I don't know you could do a reception. I mean anything you wanted to do out there would be mm-hmm. would be super awesome. Super pumped to be out there doing that. Mm-hmm. Still looking forward to the <laughs> Chattanooga market opened up here at the end of April. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, that should be like. A Chattanooga holiday. It really should. I mean, you got it's two days, so that one's Saturday and Sunday, and everybody is so pumped. It's really cool because the Chattanooga, the maker scene in Chattanooga is so tight as it is. For most part, most of us know each other. A lot of them have worked either at or through the market mm-hmm. at some point. Not everybody, but the majority. When we take this break, because we all, a lot of us do the the holiday market mm-hmm. and the pavilion. So when we come back. 
it's almost like coming back from uh, summer vacation from school. You know, you had the three months off. You come back, and everybody's happy to see each other mm-hmm. because it's it's been a few months. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a real t- it's a real tight knit group, and so I, you know, that's shoot. I mean, I as much as I love the market, I'm just as excited to see everybody. Mm-hmm. By the time we get back, as anything else, this will be my fifth my fifth season with the Chattanooga market. Nice. The first one's a little weird because I started at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like I did I started that one in 2014 in the very last one in October. So I only did four outdoor markets my mm-hmm. first season there and then took a three month break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight did not uh plan that as well as I could have. Um it was really lightning fast how I started even doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how it even started originally was me and my brother, we opened up uh, a catering company here in, in Chattanooga called Heirloom Catering. Mm-hmm. And we started that in 2010. He was the chef of the two, of, uh, 212 Market. Oh, with, I missed that place. It, it was such a great spot. And the, the sisters there don't get enough credit for their part of revitalizing mm-hmm. downtown. They so- were the first restaurant. So 212 Market was actually the first restaurant I ate at in Chattanooga in June of 2015 after I had accepted my job offer Mm. and my mom and I had come out from North Carolina to find me an apartment. But we were there over my mom's birthday, so we went to 212 Market for my mom's birthday dinner. Aw, it was such such a great little restaurant and... The t- the uh, I'm struggling with Mosiers, I think I can't remember their names, but I'm, I've gotten to be just so bad. Anyways, <laughs> the, they really had such a great restaurant. Like I said they they really don't get enough credit for revitalizing. You know, they were, they were one of the first uh, people to come down there, recognize the viability of uh, Chattanooga, and put a, a a restaurant. You know, when everything else was moving out into. Hamilton Place and mm. Hickson and vice and everything and and saying hey no we're we're buy into downtown mm-hmm. you know and, so glad they did <laughs> yeah absolutely and it, it's, it's it was a great restaurant but he had been working with them for a while and then I ran Macaroni Grills that's how I came up I, okay I ran Macaroni Grills for fifteen years I so my mom and I when I was in middle school my dad traveled a lot mm-hmm. and I did dance and there was a macaroni Yes, a macaroni grill across the street from the strip center my studio was in. Mm-hmm. What we, city? Hmm? Which oh, one? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. I was, yeah, I was. Um, Perimeter? Marietta. Marietta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Down in West Cobb. Mm-hmm. West Cobb. That was one of the newer ones mm-hmm. that they built. I didn't do that store open, but I did a couple of the other ones. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah, I missed the West Cobb. The, the West Cobb one. I had already, I would become a manager at that point. Mm-hmm. And that, we like to draw on the tablecloth. Or yeah. The, like, that was white, awesome. Yeah, we loved that. <laughs> Old school macaroni grill had its, mm-hmm. had some, some stellar moments. And uh, I, I'd i worked as the uh, executive chef of the, the Mac in Birmingham's kind of where, well, I started in Montgomery, but then I got promoted and went, it was the exec in Birmingham, which became the biggest macaroni okay. grill in, in the country, believe it or not. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, then became the GM. I went back to Montgomery as their GM mm-hmm. and then just had a reputation of fixing stores. So I went around <laughs> and I fixed macaroni, maybe one that wasn't, uh, you know, operating at its mm-hmm. highest possibility. I'd go in there and, 
and help give you know tips and and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I I really do miss that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then the opportunity to come to Chattanooga popped up in 04 and the turnaround was really I had to make a decision really quick. And so I basically the opportunity popped up like hey, we'd really like you to take over. We know you could really help you know help it out. But we want you to go take a look and so I kind of had to know within the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'd never even been to Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. And so I drove up and went around, coming from on um, 59 to 24, around the bend. Mm-hmm. It was at night, and, you know, you come around the curve, and the river's right there, and then the city opens up, and all the lights. And at that moment, I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm here. I don't even have to look around. You know, I, I pretty much called it that moment. I'm moving up here. <laughs> But uh, it happens like that. It does. It's it's, it's you know it's Chattanooga's that weird mix of like transplants and people that have been there the whole life. But you know everybody's you know so welcoming and it's really like I, like I said I moved here in '04 and being a military brat and living all over and then the the jumping around I did with Mac. It always kind of was like placed places, but this is the first place I, I chose to live. Mm-hmm. And so it has... I feel that. Yeah, it's so it's special to me in that way. And I don't see a reason to leave. Right. So I love that aspect. But the macaroni grills at this point, and uh, they were starting to sell their restaurants. And so my restaurant was fixing and change hands mm-hmm. and then... My brother was kind of ready to do stuff, so we just said, "Hey, let's do let's do our own thing." Mm-hmm. And we saw a need catering wise. I mean, there were a couple, but nothing like I knew that me and him could do. Him being more of the creative side than I was, um, just a really amazing chef. And me, I've been running restaurants for so mm-hmm. long. It's like together we could really do some cool stuff. Because you've got the creative side mm-hmm. and the business ops side. Absolutely, complement each other very well. And so we started. Uh, we kind of we started, you know, out the door really. Bit we started bit being we were busy pretty much right out the out the door, especially doing a lot of uh, caterings for doctors' offices and stuff in town. And I kept getting feedback when I'd call to check on stuff how everything was going, and it, the running thing kept going is how much they enjoyed the granola that we were selling, mm-hmm. which was funny because at first I didn't even know we had made it. <laughs> And I was like, I had, I had a look at my brother. I said, Ryan, did we make granola that went out there? He goes, yeah, you were cutting fruit trays. So I whipped some granola up real quick because I thought it would go with the fruit trays. I was like, well, they loved it, dude. And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah. You know, he was just kind of Mr. Chef guy. You know, he's like, okay, <laughs> granola, whatever. And I, and I was like, okay. And then it just kind of became the running joke with us. It's like, how was everything? Because we'd make, you know, roasted chicken and fresh farm vegetables. You know, that was kind of our niche is we would actually go to the Chattanooga market, mm-hmm. buy, we would kind of know what we were making. We'd try to buy vegetables or go to the uh, Wednesday Main Street market mm-hmm. so that when we did make stuff, that it was all kind of farm to table catering. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Was, yeah, that's what we wanted, kind of wanted our niche to be. And so I just, it was back in my head. I was like, man, I think we really have something with the granola. We should go down Sunday, but we were working so much. He was like, man, I don't really want to commit to every Sunday doing stuff like that. But then come by 2011, it become we were having people coming out of the kitchen with, we were selling them in like deli containers, like from <laughs> Sam's Club. And, you know, people were coming in buying 12, 15, 
oh my god containers of it because they were giving them snacks for their offices and and I just talked it, you know I talked Ryan into doing it when I suddenly lost him in 2012 he passed away on me and you know we were really like best friends like mm -hmm. you know there was never a point in time where we were not just the best of buds mm -hmm. and it was really hard I Per, I, I and I did not do well with it either. Right. Um. Like like mentally, emotionally, physically, just wrecked. And uh, I shut the catering kitchen down. I went back into running restaurants. And it's not an exaggeration to say that every single day I'd get off work. By the time I walked to my car and grabbed the handle, just in tears, like I could not get out of it. And I did that for two years straight. Wow. Never improving, never getting any better. You know, hindsight being 2020, and I say this with all uh, conviction and sincerity to anybody that would ever listen to anybody going through something like that. Seek professional, you have to seek help. Don't be a Billy badass. I wish, and like I said, in hindsight, that I would have because two years going through that is. It takes a toll on you. It does. It really does. Like, you don't realize it when you're in it, but no. when when you can finally kind of get out of the fog a little bit, you can look back and it's like, wow, dude, you could have done better. <laughs> and, <laughs> but everybody agrees differently, yes. and I don't want to—I won't beat myself up too up too much for it. But you know, I was looking back. I started thinking, like, man, we really had something with that granola, and so that October 2012, uh, I had went down to my mom's. This Friday, the Fridays I was at was fixing to close. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, man, we really had some of the granola. They're having a, uh, they have, they have a, a tiny farmer's market in Montgomery. Mm -hmm. You could pretty much pull up with a pickup truck. It's not a maker's market like the one here in town is. So I made a one-times batch of the granola that we used to make in the kitchen. Again, I put them in little, um, I went to like Michael's. I bought stamps. All the original bags were all hand stamped. Oh, wow. Like I took, I made little molds and I, I made like, you know, 24 bags of granola. Went down to the farmer's market and sold out instantly. Wow. Like they were like buying two, three, four at a time. And it's amazing that it had spread that fast mm -hmm. from here to Montgomery. It really was. It was just crazy. A lot of it too. And I have to, you have to give social media some credit, you know, when you're able, at that point, especially... With the people, because it was Ryan's recipe. Mm -hmm. And so when I put that on Facebook, um, I, don't, I can't remember. No, Instagram wouldn't have been a thing at that point. But I put it on Facebook. Instagram would have been like just starting. It maybe just started, but not maybe not used quite was, like that. It wasn't as hot as Facebook at no, the time. No. <laughs> and so, you know, I put it out there. So there were a lot of people that were like friends and family who were, you know, like, oh, this is his recipe. We got to go get it. So I had a lot of support in that. But it definitely showed me for the people that weren't. That there was a need and a niche that I could fill. And so the next month from there, the rest of that month was me getting everything together, um, getting my application pushed through the Chattanooga market and went through that system. And then that's why I started so weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> like in hindsight, like I would never suggest uh, starting a business where 70% of or 80% of your income comes from one thing and then that thing stopped for three months before it picks <laughs> back up. Not a good business plan at all. But, you know, it was like, 
I didn't have a job. We got that, at that point had something I thought we could do, and then we went through it. And luckily, had the uh, you know the ability to to push it through. And it became it became really uh, the feedback was pretty good and pretty instantaneous. And then I met some people going through at that point that at the same time became really important. Um, I met Trent uh, Brocky from Local Juice. Mm-hmm who had just started Local Juice at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he he come walking by my booth and he goes, oh man, I was just looking for a local granola guy. And he being my first account really helped when I was you know starting up. Mm-hmm. Becoming their granola person and then people going into Local Juice and, and saying, oh, that's the granola. Oh my God, it's my favorite. You know, mm-hmm. and going from there. Word spreads fast. <laughs> it really does. You know, Chattanooga is not a, a small city. It, I mean, not a big city. It looks like a big city, but it's especially in that realm specifically. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just like on uh, when we went to the uh, Blue Fox the other day. Mm-hmm. How crazy was that? That everybody is like, you were there. I was there. Aaron was there. Aaron from, yeah. And then. Uh, Someone else was who there. Who else was there? I can't remember. Oh, that's bad. Oh, uh, Bell Chocolates. That was it. Mm-hmm. And I'm s- recording an episode with him soon, too. Oh, cool. He seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. I haven't, he's, I haven't had a chance to uh, talk with him as much, maybe because he's not a market guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started from Main Street Meats. I think so. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I'll find me. out when I interview him. <laughs> hey, you'll have to do a and a quick uh, corrections corner. <laughs> Luther, had we said, love you, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, but uh, man, really sharp guy. I was super impressed with a his product. His mm-hmm. you know his product speaks for himself. But then his knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I literally went back to Blue Fox two days later and bought a couple of bars to send to my friends as, uh, as birthday presents. As well, you should because it's so good. It was so good. I will, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, my girlfriend, she had just we'd went there, and so she. Um, what were the bonbons that they made special for that night? With goat cheese in it. Yes. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my gosh. She was like, "That's not fair that they made those for only one when, night, right?" It was like, now I'm addicted to these, mm-hmm. and I can't not not have these. I Oh my gosh, I'm struggling so hard. Uh, so you just gave me another thing to harp on when I talked to Brendan. <laughs> yeah, he, he, Sorry in advance, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, he needs a talking to, and, and Jesse too, for that matter. Speaking of which, uh, as far as that's concerned, another important person being Jesse, because this mm-hmm. is when he was uh, the grocery, grocery manager... Mm-hmm. At uh, uh, Pruitt. Green, no, no, he was at Pruitt's at this okay. point. Okay, I and just went to Pruitt's for the first time a couple weeks ago. Isn't that a cool grocery store? It's so cute. Mm-hmm. And it's right up there on Signal Mountain, and you feel like you're walking right into a, like a mini Whole Foods mm-hmm. when you walk in there. But they, but it's a lot more laid back, and they do a great job supporting local products because you go in there, you'll see. The usual suspects mm-hmm. on the on the shelves the the Hoff sauce the um, crumbleberry cashew cheese mm-hmm. you know you, you Nokes granola and so you, they do a good job finding those people mm-hmm. and bringing it and putting it on the shelves. Drink recover or mm-hmm. recover one eighty. Sorry, drink recovers the Instagram <clears throat> handle. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> but recover one eighty, which I now keep a supply of. Yeah, it's important. Mm-hmm. 
one must keep some. Oh, yes. But, uh, <laughs> so, and then even, uh, I talk about them a lot, but like Mayfly Coffee, mm-hmm. who were my, like my, my best way to put it is like my booth buddies. <laughs> Because we were right beside each other mm-hmm. and then have made, you know, lifelong friends by doing so. Mm-hmm. Your granola bar that you brought me a sample of was like a Mayfly mm-hmm. mocha, I think? So what I'll do is I take their actual coffee, the Mayfly coffee, uh, dark chocolate, roasted almonds, and the oats. And then I mix it up and make a, a, a nice tight bar with Yum. it. Yum. And I actually make a granola from them as with that the same way mm-hmm. as well. And it's good because I'll take it and I'll put it like in vanilla yogurt Ooh, and yum. give it like a stirry stir. Mm-hmm. And it's like adult, uh, adult cocoa pebbles. It, yes, you know what I mean? It's it a little is. chocolatey. <laughs> you know, don't look I, at me. Don't judge me. I tried making my own granola this past weekend and I don't know if I didn't put enough like moisture in it or if I overbaked it or both, but it did did not oh, turn no. out. It turned out very good. <laughs> well, see, that's why you need, let me just do it. That was, that's my job. Well, we'll okay. talk. We'll talk. All right. <laughs> Let me be that person. I tried. I all well, right. I had some stuff that I needed to use up. So I was like, what that's can fair. I do with all of this? So I was like, I'll oh, just try making granola. And no, it did got not you, go got well. you. But so, you know, that first year was real cool. Um, getting to meet people and, and getting into different places. And, and like I said, so I started that in uh, 2014. So... Coming up on my fifth year here in uh, October, it's interesting how the business has pivoted. And I think too, if we're just if we were talking specifically to entrepreneurs in general, how important it is to recognize and find the pivot when you're in the business that you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me at Heirloom Catering, would I ever be selling granola? The answer would have been no, right. because that's not what I what I originally started out. But as a business person looking and finding where I fit in the business world and where my niche is and what I found passion in doing, granola turned into that. And now fast forward five years later, through the spirit of like the Chattanooga Markets Oktoberfest, I started making spicy beer nuts. Is that we, what we have Which right we have here? here on the table. The Shadow Brew Nuts. <laughs> which we use uh, three uh, really awesome local products to make. I use the... Uh, the Hoff uh, Hot Sauce, the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hutton and Smith IPA. Which one? The um, Belay On. Oh, that's such a good one. It's my favorite. It's got just enough citrus in it mm-hmm. that uh, I like the way it uh, it tastes when I'm cooking with it. Oh, yeah. And then uh, this uh, honey out of Saudi Daisy, Benefield. Uh, it's not Honey Factory. It's uh, <laughs> Benefield. Oh, Apriary. Are they in the market too? No. He's a, he's a really uh, interesting uh, guy. Is it on here? Mm, no. I was going to put their name on all, on the packaging, but I didn't know. Mm. I wanted to make sure that everybody was super cool. Mm-hmm. It just says raw honey. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, mm, I better, I'll let, you know, I've make sure everyone's super cool before I start putting mm-hmm. their names all over yeah. my packaging. But I do use it because I feel, you know, strong about the product. Mm-hmm. I'm going to taste a couple now. Yeah, yeah, do it. And I got this really great uh, sweet and spicy beer nut, which, you know, fast forward five years later, mm. the granola business, it's become our best seller. And so, mm-hmm. again, recognizing where the pivot is and where we're at, you know, there's going to be a lot... A lot more beer nuts coming forth in the future. 
um, especially down at the Chattanooga market, may see us becoming more beer nut centric because I feel like we really found a footing in that. Not to worry any of the granola fans. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Uh, just um, trying to see where we're at and recognizing where our trends are. These are uh, actually served at the Edwin Hotel. If you go up to Whiskey Thief and have... Such a cool spot. It's, it, probably, it has to be the best patio in mm-hmm. Chattanooga. It's right up there. Where, mm-hmm. where else would you say? Mm. Boathouse is pretty... Which one? Boathouse. Oh, yeah, Nicole is pretty have, slick. They've got a really nice patio. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of patios lately because it's been too cold been and rainy. So cold. But so rainy. I did manage to get a night in at Whiskey Thief back in January. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice. I, I like it a lot. The guy that the, Matt... Uh, that the Lawson? The bartender? Yeah. Or the... The mixologist. Yeah. Had... Guy does their uh, bev department. He'd probably be insulted if I just said, "Oh, he's a bartender." Because yeah, because no. he's really good at his job. Yeah, he's <laughs> phenomenal. Sorry, and... Matt. Please still come on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a great dude and was really instrumental into helping getting the beer nuts in there. And it's really been a great uh, it's been a great thing, and it's really showed me some I would have never thought to sell to hotels, mm-hmm. you know, or or anything like that. And again, I think it's just another. If we're talking again, just uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, is not is to be open for your your clues and see where mm-hmm. maybe the out of the box thinking comes in. Mm-hmm. Again, I would have never ever went to a hotel to sell granola, mm-hmm. but now I'm at both the Moxie and at the Edwin. Awesome. You see, so it's like you can always find where your edge is. You just have to be open to look for it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So speaking of, you've mm-hmm. got the Chateaubriand nuts, mm-hmm. and then uh, Ryan's blend mm-hmm. is your like OG granola. That is, that's the one that my brother made. Mm-hmm. The honey, oat, cranberries, yeah. mixed nuts, and then and, you've got several other flavors. Yeah, right? uh, part of number one selling granola, granola again with no oats. So a lot of people are like, oh, that's not granola. I'm like, well, it's a mixture of nuts and berries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is our power blend? Our power blend started off as a uh, paleo friendly. Mm-hmm. Granola. I wanted people to be who they were on the paleo diet to be able to pick this up and add it to, you know, whatever mixes they want. And the power mm-hmm. bloom is a is mixed nuts and goji berries, pumpkin seeds, flax seeds. Had just a little bit of raw honey, mm-hmm. but no refined sugar or grain of any kind. And so it was just a great way to have a low, a low sugar, no uh, a low, you know, because the honey had a, has a little bit of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So no refined sugar, but low sugar in mm-hmm. general. Uh, granola they could sprinkle onto yogurt, acai bowls, you whatever know, you eat whatever, on the paleo diet. Whatever, you, whatever y'all eat. Uh, it, <laughs> but um, I've actually enjoyed uh, putting it on salads. Ooh, you know, it, it, it's very versatile uh, mm-hmm. as far as its uses. And then we have the mayfly, which we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. We have the apple nut, which is uh, cinnamon apples and pecans uh, with a little bit of um, sunflower seeds. So it has like a little bit of a salty bite in with the sugar and the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And then the other big one is our banana hemp, where I use toasted hemp seeds, uh, banana chips, organic uh, coconut the big organic coconut flakes, maple syrup. Mm-hmm. So it's like a real, I remember seeing that one. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my tropical you know, <laughs> blend. Gotta have one. Yeah, have one. And 
As a matter of fact, uh, I'm actually selling that for a wedding here real soon. They're oh, gonna, cool. They're going to give those away as wedding favors. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think it was pretty, I was pretty pumped that's, to do that. That's unique mm-hmm. as a wedding favor. It is, and it's crazy. I've actually done it a few times now, mm-hmm. um, and I love it every single time because I, I'm with you. It's so unique and different, but how cool is that to um, give your favorite snack away as your mm-hmm. as your you know parting favor? That's what I want to do. I want to give away my favorite snack. <laughs> Uh, when, when my friend from college got married, she and her husband, they made spice packets mm. of their, like, favorite spice blend that they created kind of oh. together with recipe cards for, like, pizza and oh. things to use it in. That's so super cool. I still have their little pizza recipe card somewhere, but oh. little spice blend. I like it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any plans for more future flavors to come out? Any specialties? Yeah, and we, we run a seasonal blend often. This last year, I kind of took off that platform. So therefore, while I was running like the, the three main ones, which were the Ryan's, the Power, and the Mayfly, mm-hmm. and then I did an additional, I did an additional like a seasonal blend. And then this last year coming to the market, I kind of redid my booth a little bit, mm-hmm. tried to be a little more streamlined, a little more minimalistic in its design. And instead of having just the four, I went ahead and did all six. Nice. That way there's just a little bit more to choose from. Um, and so I'm always kind of coming up with something. I do a little, you know, I get in the kitchen, I do a little R&D and figure out, you know, what I need, you know, where I'm missing, what can I have? Because I don't ever just want to do granolas have flavors and people are like oh this i can't tell the difference between right. the two of them i want them to be distinct and and flavorful and also you know nutritionally responsible mm-hmm. you know because that's a big part of our blend you know of our blends you know we have a couple that have refined sugar but the majority of them do not right you know ryan's which was ryan's original recipe it has brown sugar in it. So, I, you know, I've left that one pretty much alone. But mm-hmm. so the stuff that I've made going forward are not just caked in sugars and, and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I kind of run the, the gambit, you know. I want it to taste good. I want it to be nutritionally responsible. I want it to be uh, something unique and different that you can't just go to Walmart and mm-hmm. buy it, you know, and it be the same or comparable. I want it to be special. And so that's kind of where we are. So there's a lot of R&D. You know, when I look at the the Apple or even the Power Blend, you know, those were combinations. The uh, Apple is actually a combination of like three different ones that I had mm-hmm. done. Or not the Apple, the uh, Banana. Both of them started out in two, uh, almost, well, three different directions. And they've all got put into one and kind of found one. I just And that's how that will go is I'll, I'll make a blend. I'll try it out. I'll see what sells. And then, you know, I'll, I'll take what aspects I felt worked with it, rework it, do something different. And then eventually it kind of makes the, you know, mm-hmm. it makes the rogues gallery, <laughs> if you will. And, um, you know, it's just getting in the kitchen and, and playing around. Mm-hmm. That's the fun part. That is the fun part. That's the part I, I, I enjoy the most. The cleaning and <laughs> all that, you know. People are like, oh, I'd love to come work for you. I'm like, I don't know if you would because I don't mind. I'd love doing all the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Or You know what I mean? You you just would wash dishes, and I don't think you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> and dishes pile up real fast. They do, especially <laughs> when you're just making stuff to be making stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we'll see that. I think we'll see a different um, 
we'll see something along the lines with this in the spice nut category you know a different variation of it I and mean, we'll probably see one or two new granolas this season coming awesome. up maybe some more granola bars yum yeah i'm excited yeah should be good we'll be i'm always excited going into uh the new market season coming up it's kind of how i picture the year my year starts in april so yeah <laughs> You know, I still have another month of, of kind of trucking along. Mm-hmm. You know, you can find me in a lot of cool places here in town. Like I said, from local juice to the new Hearth and Pantry on 58. Oh, I haven't been there yet. It's so cute. And the people who run that, uh, Matt and Tiffany Rogers, they're the masterminds behind uh, Roger Made products and pure sodas. Okay, I think one of them follows me. Probably Tiffany. She's... So on top of like okay, it's probably Tiffany because that look, sounds super familiar. Yeah, she's really like if I follow her. I follow her on Instagram, and her Instagram's so on point and curated. Yep, and, yep, it's her. <laughs> yeah, and she does some really cool design work as well. Awesome. You'll see like anytime you see something, you know, I'm acting like Matt doesn't either. He he's real sharp too. They're both super sharp. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go check that out. It is. It's a, It's just like this cute little store on 58. You're just trucking along. Like, oh, well, I need to check out what's right there. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And so whether it's the New Hearts and Pantry, Real Roots and Fort Oglethorpe, which is, you know, Fort O's like go-to spot when it comes to uh, healthy vegan food. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called again? Uh, Real Roots. Real Roots. The okay. Real Roots Cafe. And another Tiffany. Matt. Mm-hmm. Another Matt and Tiffany. <laughs> How have I just now put this together? How are how are all the Matt and Tiffany's opening cool stuff here in town? I don't get it. I'm gonna have to figure this out. Must be like a power couple thing. Yeah, it must be. I'm neither a Matt nor a Tiffany. Oh man, I'm never gonna open up a storefront. Ugh. But uh, they do a great job and. Um, uh, Georgia Winery. Okay. They sell the beer nuts. That makes sense. Blue cheese with uh, Jesse. Now that he owns that awesome store, mm-hmm. I love that place. Yeah, I've turned. We've turned this into a blue cheese, a blue fox cheese shop uh, commercial, <laughs> and they deserve. I'll see it. you. I'll see you there for uh, cookies and cheese pairing. <laughs> yes, I w- will be there with bells on because yes. that's awesome. My friend and I are going to. We went last year. Uh, we're going again this year. Ugh. I I literally like woke up Saturday morning and pulled up Facebook and saw it and immediately sent the invite to like her and our other friend. It was like, yes. get your ticket now. <laughs> It's so cool. They do it cool. And everybody that works there is super awesome, too. He and really... they know so much. Like, I didn't yeah. know there was that much to know about cheese, but every time I go in there, I learn something new. It's it's crazy because, I know I agree with you, you walk in and you immediately kind of feel, you feel ignorant a little bit about it, but then they go, no, you're not. Let me just show you what this is all about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you feel like you walked hand in hand with them as they're teaching you the ways of cheesery. Mm-hmm. I had never had ash ripened goat cheese until nope. I had it at like some tasting they did. And now I can't go in there and not have mm-hmm. ash ripened goat cheese. It's the best. It's so good. My thing was, uh, did you get down there for Main by 24? I did not. Uh, all right. It was really crazy because that, that was also every year, the first Saturday of the market or the holiday market is Main is by, Main by 24. If anyone is listening to this that can affect what I'm saying, stop having the first market on May by 24 so I can go to it. <laughs> All right? Because I get to miss it every year. Because the time I get done, I'm ready to mm-hmm. go. Oh, I, re- I 
remember that this year because I, that was when I was doing my shop local giveaway for Christmas mm -hmm. and I had to go to Maine by to pick up a few things and then I went to the market mm -hmm. to meet you and there was someone else. I'll Tiffany from Maybe. Positivity. There was someone else that I was looking for. Mm. I think it might, it was probably Tiffany. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, but, and then you put me in touch with Mayfly and I like walked right. over there and they contributed like a bag of coffee and a couple Ugh. of their like quick brew things. So I was like, you are amazing. They're the best. <laughs> they really are the best. And there's so many coffee people in town. It's hard to say who your favorite is, mm -hmm. but I think I have to. If it comes to straight up coffee, I think I think they're my favorite. No, I know they're my favorite. So they're like right up here on Signal, right? They are, yeah. Okay, I can actually like go to them now mm -hmm. because when I lived on the other side of town, I didn't want to drive 35 minutes to mm -hmm. go get coffee, but now they're like right up they're that right way. They're just right there. Well, <laughs> I I'll have no you, excuse to not go. <laughs> when I first started out, I was, I, was, uh, I was making granola out of the house. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't leave the house. I'm stuck in it because I'm making it out of my house. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like me in a home. Uh, at the time, it was, Nathan was 14. So it's like me, a 14-year-old, and I never leave. And I was going <laughs> crazy. So there for a while, and I still do. Uh, I didn't today, but I usually do. I'll go up there on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. But I live in Ottawa. And so it's a, it is a trick. Yep. So if you ever just want to catch me out, catch me outside, I'm, uh, I'm, on, <laughs> I'm at Mayfly on Wednesdays. But it's the perfect way to break up my week. It's mm -hmm. like I need to talk to some adults. Yes. <laughs> I need adult interaction with cool people, and they, uh, Brie and everybody that works there, they really uh, fill that not that mm -hmm. notch. And I've actually learned so much about coffee that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Talk about being ignorant. I just did not understand how. I thought you roasted coffee on a sheet tray. I did too. That is not how they were. <laughs> that y'all. That is not how it's done <laughs> at all. I. Thought I knew how to make like decent mixed drinks and cocktails mm. until I started befriending bartenders. Right. And finding educational series on YouTube to watch. Then I got my bartender kit for Christmas. Ooh. I have learned so much and I am such a snob now. I love it. Well, where's your favorite place to go right now? Because we've had some really cool bars open up mm -hmm. here lately. So uh, I love Whiskey Thief. I've only been there once. Would love to go back. It's awesome. Um, I gotta say, some of my favorite cocktail programs. I love Stir. Mm -hmm. uh, Flying Squirrel. Always is a good um, one. Feedco does a really good job. Have you got down to London Calling yet? Yes. Oh my gosh. How, how could a... I have almost forgotten them? Yes. We went this last weekend and it was so cool in there. And the drinks were awesome. Mm -hmm. We got to sit in one of the little comfy couch areas. Mm -hmm. And we, it was such a great time. Yeah, James, James Healy knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. They, they are killing it. Yes, I'm so excited for them. Ugh, it's really good. Yes, it's really good. Yes, I, yeah, I love it. I'm a huge old fashioned and mint julep mm. girl. So I'm an old, I love a good old fashioned. Me too. Um, I saw something on Facebook today. It was one of those like BuzzFeed tasty videos or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was like three easy old fashions you can make. And they were literally not even close to an old fashioned. Uh, and it made me so mad. They were like, <laughs> I pulled up the comments on it. And like the top 60 comments were like, this is not an old fashioned. This is not an old fashioned. And I was like, thank yeah. you. <laughs> what are you doing, BuzzFeed? <laughs> Looking at you. 
Awesome. Well, we are going to wrap up with my jar. All right. Um, if you have been listening to the Nougat Bell podcast, you know what the jar is. But for new listeners, this is my little mason jar filled with colorful pieces of paper with fun little questions and things for us to talk about. Right. So I shuffled these up mm-hmm. earlier, so they should be a nice little. They look very shuffled. If anyone <laughs> was wondering. Oh, man. All right. Never have I ever. Ooh. We both get to answer. All right. Never have I ever. Oh, there are a lot of things I've never done. Um, I never have I ever eaten at Aretha Frankenstein's. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, all right. You ready? Yes. Never have I ever been to Ruby Falls. Not once. Really? Not one time. I've been here since 04. <laughs> You know what it is? What? All those signs telling me what to do. They're not, oh. the, they're not the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I do what I want. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. Sign. Yes. Get out of here. Oh, all right. Pick one. All right. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. If you could buy a drink for anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. All right, this is going to be the nerd in me. Mm-hmm. And it's because, again, huge nerd. I would buy a drink for Stan Lee. I was just thinking him. What? Get out of here. Yeah. I would. These Mainly because of just comic books are such a huge part of my growing up. Mm-hmm. I feel like I owe him at least five. Yeah. <laughs> then again, then again, I bought all of those comic books. So <laughs> maybe he owes me a drink. I don't know. Fork it up, Stan. Yeah. Come on, Stan. We were talking about uh, Captain Marvel at work today. <gasps> yes, I can't so, wait. Um, if I could buy a drink for anyone. So I'm on a huge Gordon Ramsay kick right now. Yes. So I would love to do a shot of whiskey with Gordon mm-hmm. Ramsay. Wonder what wonder what whiskey he would. Oh, I don't know. That'd be. He would probably like look down his nose at me at my four roses. Or... Mm-hmm. We need, you know, he always answers tweet. We need to send him a tweet. Yes, he does. What? Yeah, we got to tweet that out. <laughs> to be to be determined. Yes. We're gonna figure Stay this out. Stay tuned. <laughs> what's his What's his drink of choice? Yes. Ooh. Well, I I really want to know. He's probably gonna surprise us and be like gin and tonic. I think I like Blanton's. I think Blanton's is my favorite whiskey. Ooh, yeah. It's expensive, though. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going for a real expensive one, Basil Hayden. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I think all around, like, all right, something that I don't mind putting in a mixer, like I'm not cringing mm-hmm. when I see that. Because sometimes somebody will put, like, if you put Blanton's in anything, I'm like, mm Nope. You should not have done that. Um, I think Bullet. Yes. It's not super expensive. It's not super cheap. It's very smooth. It's not, you know, it's, it's not... It's a good quality mixing bourbon. It's so... Yeah, and but you can drink it straight. Like, mm-hmm. it's good enough that you can do that. Yep. I've All got right. a little bottle up there. Whoop, whoop. Oh, man. Oh. All right. I should really prepare more for these, <laughs> considering I write them. <laughs> Confess your most unpopular opinion. Hmm. All right. Oh, man. I'm going to need a minute. This is when I should just like scroll through Twitter and just, right. pick, and just pick something. Oh, here we go. 
fried okra should be the eighth deadly sin. Mm. I actually agree with you. It's so gross. It's yeah, it's yuck. Okra of any minus pickled. You can almost stomach it pickled, but minus that, I hate it. I do too. All right, here's mine. Parks and Rec is better than The Office. Boom. I'm I am not going to disagree with you either. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody right now is cringing in their seat as I said that. <laughs> I Yeah, I have a couple of friends who 1,000% <laughs> <thousand percent> are. <laughs> oh, my God. Pick one. All right. Mm, I want an orange one. <clears throat> All right. The worst TV character ever created is Joffrey. He is awful from Game, Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. He is the devil. I'm not a Game of Thrones girl. Hmm... I mean, I'm, like, familiar enough with uh, it that right. I know who you're talking about, but, yeah. Uh, 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 Kilgrave from Jessica Jones is pretty horrible. Okay. Uh, Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. Mm. I haven't seen that either. I made it through two and a half seasons of How I Met Your Mother. That's, and you're Two like, and a half seasons. And like, I'm and out. Ted Mosby was the reason I quit watching. Now, which, However. Who plays him? I don't even know the actor's name. However. I have watched Friends start to finish at least 30 times, and Ross Geller is, like, Ted Mosby's, like, here, mm. and Ross Geller is, like, here. He makes you not want to watch the show. He does. I, I've somehow, like, made it through. He's whiny. Possessive, possessive manipulative, yeah. controlling. A liar. <laughs> He's yes. awful. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how I made it through that show. Ugh. But it's because all the characters just play so well off of each other. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not, like, grade A one, mm -hmm. like, amazing act actors and actresses, but they're good, and mm -hmm. they're perfectly cast for each character. You can't disagree with that. They really are. Like, they I really could are. not imagine anyone else playing, like, Rachel or Monica mm -hmm. or Chandler or mm -hmm. Joey or Ross or Phoebe, but... Yeah, no, no, they're, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. So fluffy. One more each. All right, one more. What do you think, Maggie Cat? I'm soft. Hmm. One new thing I'd like to try. Hmm. I'd like to try flower arranging. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think that would just be fun. I think... This is going to be really random. I think I would really like to get into archery. Ooh, that would be fun. I think it would be. Mm -hmm. Good stress relief. Yeah, that, I, there'd just be something about it. Mm -hmm. And hitting the bullseye. Yep. That would be it. Mm -hmm. All right. Round see. us out. All right. Let's see. It's time for a blue. Go for it. Boop. Boom. What's the longest you have ever kept? A plant alive. Hmm. <laughs> Does plastic count? Um, so I asked, I wrote that question because I'm trying to grow plants right now mm -hmm. and I've never been successful. Uh -oh. So I'm hoping I can like sponge some tips off some people. All right. That being said, <laughs> I still have my rosemary bush that I grew this summer. Mm -hmm. And it's this tall right now. Nice. And... I kept my tomatoes going all year round. Ooh. So. 
That's success. Yeah, I feel pretty good about yeah. it. And it's just a little, uh, like a, a, a porch plant. Mm-hmm. So I just had it out on my back deck and I just went out there and I woke up in the morning and I watered it, had my little system going. I did pretty good. I got some tomatoes this year, but indoor wise, that's a different story. See, I can't keep plants indoors because of her. Mm. Um, but now that I have a patio that has like decent space and gets decent sunlight, I want to grow an herb, like mm-hmm. not an herb garden, but some like potted herbs. I want to do rosemary, mm-hmm. mint, lavender, chamomile, uh, lemon balm, and maybe basil. Okay. I haven't decided. Probably. I need another savory one in there. Um, rosemary you should do good with. Mm-hmm. It's been freezing. Mm-hmm. And it's still going strong. Yeah. I haven't brought it in. Oh, yeah. It's hardy. It is a hardy plant. You mm-hmm. will do well. If you just want to have a win... I need, <laughs> just a, grow I need a win, <laughs> y'all. I need a win. Put some rosemary in there. Good to know. And um, then basil, I did all right, but then I had bugs get in it. Yeah. And I was trying not to have, uh, like, bug spray. Mm-hmm. And I try really hard not to do that. There's a reason why they make it. <laughs> yep. That's, that's why I'm trying to grow plants, is I want some herbs. I want to make my yeah. own, like, herbal tea and... Stuff like that. For sure. So, that would be awesome. We'll, we'll see. Stay tuned on my planting there adventures. <laughs> All right. We are going to wrap up there. All this right. has been a super fun episode. I have Aww. so much enjoyed talking with you. Okay. Thank you so much for inviting me. This has been a blast. It really has. Um, Where can everyone follow you on the internet to stay in touch with everything right. and learn where you're, mar- where you're going to be at markets? Let's see. The best way would probably be... Uh, at Nooks Granola on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I probably use that. I have it set up pretty much. I'll post first on it, and then I send it out from there. Awesome. And so it'll hit Facebook. It'll hit Twitter occasionally. My Twitter is not the way to find me. I, will, <laughs> I tend to forget about it uh, the most because that's not what I use my Twitter account for. That. Right. But Twitter, I mean, uh, Facebook, Instagram, at Nooks Granola. And then the website, nooksgranola.com. Awesome. That would be the best. And then just here in Chattanooga, Chattanooga Market. Woo, woo. <laughs> Mayfly Coffee. <laughs> Mayfly Coffee on Wednesdays. You can find me. <laughs> awesome. You can buy me all the coffee you want. I will take it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, I will plug all that in the show notes Yay. so everyone can come find you. Uh, once again, thank you so much for joining oh, thank me. Thank you so much. All right. This has been another episode of the Nougat Bell Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll catch you all on the next one.